cotton and then they're holding on and they just feel like at any moment that thread's gonna break. And like, like the, they just think like the, the weight and the, the circumstances and the things that are going around them are just too heavy for, for God just to be able to hold them up. And I just felt like, like people just need to know that when he's holding you up, he's not using a piece of thread. He's got you by the hand and he'll never let you go. Just wanted to share a quick testimony, um, just in line with what Caroline was saying and Nick, and the worship was just so awesome. Yeah, just so, um, uh, my cousin and his wife were just driving up from Cape Town uh, through the Cape and um, through the Karoo, and uh, just, we, you know, they just saw so much devastation through the drought. And, um, yeah, they said that basically there's been a three-year drought going on in the Cape and the Karoo. And many of the farms, farmers have left their farms and they've uh, lost a lot of their stock and they're just um, really on their knees. And anyway, so we phoned um, friends of ours in the northern Karoo and we just asked them, how's it going with you guys? They are Christians and um, awesome yeah, believers. And they said, we're still okay, but we've only had 14 millimeters of rain the whole year. So we desperately need rain. The dams are empty. And then suddenly, about a day later, God just reminded me of that three-year thing with Elijah. And I just felt, you know, Elijah, he basically, after, th after three years of drought in Israel, he confronted um, Ahab and he said, you know, bring all the prophets of Baal. And then he confronted Israel, and he said to them, you know, how long will you limp between the two? If God is God, serve him. If Baal is God, serve him. And Baal, is, Baal in the Old Testament was a picture of, of the mammon system. And I really felt like God was saying that, um, you know, that the drought had served, or, or he'd, he'd used the drought, although the drought's not from him, but he'd used the drought to bring many people to their knees. And which was a good thing, and um, that, and I just felt just like Elijah said after the, after he'd sorted out the prophets of Baal, he said, "I hear the sound of abundance of rain." And I just said to, I phoned um, our friends again, and I just said, "I feel God saying there's a sound of abundance of rain." And three days later, they phoned us and they said they had 60 millimeters of rain, and it's still raining. And the dams are getting full. So, yeah, God is good. Thank you. That's awesome, eh? Wow. If we could um, just pass the boxes around, take up our offering, would be awesome. Thank you. Um, shakalaka. Um, I've read some Thomas Merton quotes, and um, one that actually gave me a little bit of a cheek tickle, I'd like to say a face lap, but, but God is kind and merciful, um, is anxiety, your levels of anxiety are relative to your revelation of how big God is. And I just think in all of these things that we're seeing, you know, like they're causing us anxiety, but how big is our God? He's way bigger than anything that could cause us trouble. And um, he's a deliverer. Um, 
Also, I'm just waiting for the box to go, so I'm just wasting our time here quickly. <laughs> Hallowed be thy name. What a beautiful... I've just been looking at the, um, how Jesus taught to pray. And um, that one, hallowed be thy name, glorify your name, may your name be glorious. And, um, and I was thinking about it, and I just went, I mean, you know, when you take little kids, they're so proud of their dads, eh? That's my dad. He's bigger than your dad. My dad will sort your dad out. <laughs> and I just thought, that's like glorifying his name. It's just, I just thought, my dad, Yahweh, Papa, I get to call him dad. Hey? And when I do that, I glorify his name. I, I just bring treasure to his name, you know. Sorry, I'm not preaching, but um, my beautiful wife is. <laughs> so that was for free while the boxes went around. <laughs> Come, my love. Gave me the look there. I didn't just worried if I did something wrong. Cool. Let's stretch out a hand. Just because we can. What a gift to be able to pray. Wow. Thank you, Father, just for your goodness. Thank you for your generosity. Thank you that we just privileged to share your generosity with the lost and uh, the rest of the world that just doesn't know your love and your goodness and your kindness. And today we just want to drink in your goodness. And um, just as Les shares this word, I just want to pray, Lord, that um, her reservoirs would be full to overflowing. That, that there would be, just as we give, we just know you just fill us up and you press us down, you shake us, and you cause us to overflow. So I just want to thank you for her today. And I want to pray just your abundant joy and your goodness upon her. And um, um, she knows your face. And may she radiate your face. In Jesus' name. Amen. Sorry, I just want to get rid of my gum. The fan. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. There's nothing worse than somebody going trying to talk, and that's me, often. So I thought today I'll remember that. <laughs> um, I actually just, this is actually quite a, uh, probably a difficult message to share. It's not even really a message, it's a, it's a, a whole host string of testimonies um, of God's presence resident in us. Um, and his authority. So I'm going to try and navigate myself around where all the things I've written here. I just don't know where to start. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with a, first of all, with a testimony from uh, a week ago, two weeks ago. When did Ange come back? A week ago? Okay. Last Saturday. Wow. Um, my sister-in-law lives with us, and uh, she was down in Nasna visiting her children in the Eastern Cape area. And um, she was on her way back from the Cape, and we were kind of going, please stop over and don't, um, don't drive through the night. 
she's not a good night driver. She doesn't have good vision at night. But she was adamant. She said she doesn't know what came over her, but she's going to decide to drive through the night. So as soon as Ant and I heard that, we were like, oh, my goodness. That was last, last Saturday. <laughs> so we were like, okay, let's go to bed now. You know, have you heard from her? Oh, she's doing fine. Okay, next minute, phone call. Um, I've, my tire's blown out. I uh, don't know what happened. And actually, when we got to hear what actually happened, a rock... You know, in those areas down there, they often throw big rocks and boulders into the road uh, so that you bust your car or whatever so that they can rob you, whoever those they are. <laughs> and um, so we straight away like, how on earth are we going to get there? It's the middle of the night now. It's dark down there. We know the light is not good in that area. So I just said to her, just stay in the car. Um, don't get out. And fortunately... Um, Tina, who some of you will know, um, they were down in Pennington. So I just said to her, quickly phone Tina. They might still be there because they should have been back in Durban. Fortunately, they were there. And um, she couldn't even tell us where she was. Her Google Maps map wasn't working. I'm just, oh, my goodness. Does this have to happen on a Saturday night before our first meeting on Sunday? What is going on? Anyway, Ralph and Tina found her. How they found her, only the Lord knows, honestly. And she was like a half an hour away from them, eh? And uh, anyway, she got home safely. They helped her. This is what the family of God are all, all about. I'm telling you, where you can just pick up the phone and go, help, you know? And um, that is what happened. Anyway, we were relieved. God's good. He protected her. She was shattered when she got home. She had to start work on the Monday, so she was still processing this whole thing. I think it was Wednesday. Our lives have been full on. I want to tell you, December was not a break for us. <laughs> we have had all kinds of crazy stuff, good and crazy other stuff happening. But, you know, the fact that God restores us daily is a testimony of our lives, honestly. Um, it's not... Okay, yeah, good. Um, so, uh, just an everyday opening our eyes and going, God, your goodness has to prevail over all things. And we can't even really communicate a lot of stuff because, as you know, our whole, all of us stay together, our families, um, and there's just a whole lot of craziness all the time. It's a fun craziness, but it's crazy. <laughs> and um, anyway, so we've just got straight on to work. Um, just plunged straight back into the workplace. Jess was out on the road, and uh, you know how hot it's been, so we decided to take the kids for a swim and um, at the pool. And it's going, what? What are you trying to Obviously, he doesn't want the kids to hear. So I'm like, what are you talking about? And all I could hear him say, but he's okay in an accident. I was like, <clears throat> what did you just say? Um, my son-in-law wasn't driving very fast, but his car was written off. And not a scratch on his body. So for us, we were like, this, no, it can't be as that. He, a guy shot through Stop Street and um, just pegged him at the wrong place. And his car rolled, he landed on the, on the roof. 
how he got out, he didn't have his seatbelt on, and apparently that was fortunate for him. And uh, driving a German-made car, I believe, is the best car to drive because <laughs> it has all the airbags and everything around that protect you. Anyway, that was Wednesday. The next day was as hot. We go back down to the pool, and there are teams of guys that teach adults, um, young adults, to swim that obviously don't know how to swim. And there was a group of guys, say, in their early 20s, thrashing around and jumping and going crazy in the water. And some guy, I don't know what came over him, but he decided to go off the first platform of the diving board and jump into the water, and he couldn't swim. So we're like, there's a whole lot of thrashing going on, and my lifesaver husband, that's his background, was like, that guy's drowning. So go and help to rescue this guy. Some of his friends jumped in, which they weren't good swimmers either. But anyway, he got to the end, so there was a lot of performing and screaming, and, and I'm going, what's wrong with these people? They're laughing. What? And I'm screaming, somebody help me. God's drowning. And anyway, apparently it's adrenaline. Afterwards, they flocked him badly, so, <laughs> so I was like, okay, it was adrenaline. It's fine. <laughs> Then the next day, which was Friday morning, I got up um, and I was just trying to like revive from the week and I was just sitting on the edge of bed and thinking, oh my gosh, now we're starting this day. Do I have the energy for this day? And I felt the Holy Spirit saying that um, I must minister this Sunday and I just like, I don't... Oh, no, I don't really have any, I don't have time and I don't have anything to share. I'm just, and I just felt the Holy Spirit saying, by the end of today, you will hear something. And I was like, nobody knows that, so it's between me and him. It's okay. I haven't told anyone. So, um, anyway. Um, Anton and I had some work to do in Belito. I had delivery just and had work to do with my son-in-law and um, with uh, one car missing now in the squad that we normally have at home to, to drive around and um, I went to Belito to go and fetch Ant and on the way um, my daughter said, please, the kids are sick. Can you please fetch them from their grandmother in Belito? So that's what we did. On our way back, my little grandson was sick. I had this packet in front of him, and he was just like, Ugh, trying not to be ill, but he was, he was sick. In the middle of this, this, what was it, a paleo car that came on the side of us? You might have seen it on the news, but anyway. Some guy comes down that very narrow strip, the yellow strip on the side, on our right-hand side, like almost pushing us off the road. And Anto going, what is going on with this guy? He's trying to push us off the road. Next minute, four other, four other five cars, big four by fours, unmarked cars, came zooming down through the traffic, chasing this guy, and next minute there was this cloud of dust in front of us. They pushed him off the road. He was a robber. And he... Um, he had robbed some guy in Stanga, I think, stole his car, and the tracker guys were after him. 
They rammed him off the road. There was a big shootout. Uh, that guy that was in the car, obviously. My, son and, uh, my little grandson said, just look at that guy running down the freeway. He's got a big gun. Just look at that big gun. And I'm like, what? So much commotion going on. And anyway, he shot at the cops, and the cops killed him, unfortunately. Um, and there was another guy that went missing. I don't know if they've caught him yet. Anyway, that night I'm going, what has happened this week? This is not normal. What on earth is going on here? This is like bam, bam, bam stuff. So um, Mish and Nick came around, and I was just saying, Mish, you can't, it was like a movie. You can't believe this thing that's happened. And it's been like three, four days, three, four incidences in a row. It's just crazy. So she said, but don't you think there's a message on that? And I was like, the Lord said to me there would be a word he would give me by the end of the day. And I just started processing that because I was chatting to my, my grandson in the car because he's the one that saw the gun waving around. And I just said to him, Caleb, do you understand that in every step of the way, angels protected your dad. Nothing happened to him. The guy that nearly drowned, he was saved. And now... We got in the middle of this big chaos and the shootout and nothing happened to us. Can you see God's protection? And it just evolved into this understanding of, do we understand the power that we carry? And where we are, God brings order. Where we are, his presence is. And he changes the atmosphere. We are atmosphere changers. So when you don't even know it, when there's chaos going on around you, because of who you are, things start happening. And they happen in the positive way. So we, our natural mind is to go, oh my goodness, this is chaotic. This world's falling apart around me. But the other side of it is God is in the center of everything. And he takes care of his own. And we don't realize, because we're not de- trying to declare things, we just are. Our presence is a declaration of the supernatural power of God, of the resurrected power of the cross. And that's the place we live in, permanently. And then I started going back into um, some of the things that have happened like our venue changes, for instance, just from when we started in Amshloti, wherever we have been, there has been upgrade. Every venue that we've met in, there's been upgrade. Like, this place has not been touched before we got here for a very long time. Two years into us being here, or three, I can't remember, they decided to fix the roof. They decided to paint some parts. Okay, a lot of it needs to be fixed, but... And Amshloti was like, Amshloti's a drug place, drug addicts are there, um, what do you call them? Um, guys that sell drugs anyway. Uh, yeah, they, they communicate, they sell stuff then. And you know what? We saw Amshloti tra- uh, transformed. Is that right, Nishanek? And the guys that know Amshloti. It transformed from us there, and we believed that when we got there. We believed we were there for a reason. 
And um, what I want to say as well is the jobs that you're in, the relationships that you're in might be difficult, might be strained. You are in the place you're in with a purpose and a plan to change the atmosphere. So I'm not saying there's some jobs you don't need to leave or look for something better. All I'm saying is see the power of God in you that changes the atmosphere in which you are living. We know that when we get together, that's why we feel the presence of God like it's easy to enter into his presence when we're together because we all understand who we are in him. So we ignite each other and we generate more and more likeness in him to each other. We're reflecting Christ to each other all the time. So when we leave this place, we go out in the world, we go shopping, or we take our kids to school, or we find ourselves on the roads, do you know that you're changing the atmosphere? Do you realize the power with you, without acknowledging it that God is good? And in your weakness, he doesn't, he doesn't lean into your weakness. It's his strength. Whether you know it or not, where you, whether you're in a good mood, bad mood, whether you've had an argument with your husband or wife, or you like whatever, with the kids kicking the dog or whatever, I don't know. He doesn't change. His position remains the same. And we have got that source. All we've got to do is say yes. All we've got to do is say yes to that understanding. Because we, you can't change who you are. The moment you've surrendered your life, as we read this morning, as we were singing those songs, once you surrender, you surrendered. Jesus doesn't like kind of give you back a little bit, a little bit. It's us that has to just recalibrate how we see him. That's why we sing these songs, because it centers us back into the understanding of who he is. That's why we need each other because we're declaring something that the world is actually trying to break down. Um, also, my, uh, my son is in Ireland at the moment, and if you are a, a mom of a big wave rider, I want to tell you something. You need that. <laughs> you have to put the panic, that's out. You have to put the things in your head of how big those waves are. You've got to put them that side. And preparation for these trips are crazy. I don't, I, I don't know how they do it. I honestly don't. And now he's got two little kids and a wife that is constantly like, oh, is Josh going to be okay? His ticket was changed. For the first time in how long, they had crazy rain in Dubai. And he was stuck in that airport for two days. Hated every minute of it. He does not like that airport. So he can go to any other airport. He doesn't like that one. I'm like, yeah, it's Juju. It's got nice shops and whatever. He's like, mom, you don't understand. You don't get to rest there. There's so much noise. And we know that in airports. So he was stuck there. And I, I kept on just saying to my daughter-in-law, God is going to turn this around for his glory. It was so easy for me to slip into the panic mode. And, and partner with the what-ifs. And do you realize his sponsors are not going to sponsor him anymore? And, you know, all these kind of the fear factor that I understand wives and close connections actually feel for their loved ones. And I was like, Lord, <laughs> you better do something. I'm putting myself on the line, you know. <laughs> I'm declaring your goodness over the situation. 
Anyway, he has a friend um, that he did sh uh, chef school with that uh, runs a restaurant there. And for the first time in months, this guy was off. And he was able to look after Josh for that one day, that one day that he was stuck there. Made it to his destination. He hasn't had the greatest waves, but I do believe the appreciation of heaven is on him. And he knows every time he goes, we declare God's blessing and his protection. And Josh leans into that. He knows, he knows God with that. That when he's on those big waves, he can't rely on anything else other than to know that his supernatural dad has got his back. So all of these tensions in the last week and a half, like the Holy Spirit is actually speaking so loud. Why was I so deaf? I needed Mish to give me a little shake to go, do you think that maybe God's saying something, there's a message? I'm like, oh, yes, he did say so. <laughs> so here we are. And it's, you know, I really believe that this year is, is going to be out of the box. I really believe um, it's not something I'm hoping for. It's something I know. I know. So if, there's, if you've had opposition or things have not gone the way that you wanted them to, why don't you just step back a bit like Mish had to reveal things to me. Step back and look at it from God's perspective. And here, put your ear close to the ground. Hear what the Holy Spirit's saying. So some things don't work out the way that you want them to, but what is the Father saying? He's, he's maybe opening another direction for you. Maybe he's just maturing you. You know, just knowing him and standing in him and declaring his goodness is powerful because it's not what the, the world are saying. They're declaring uh, Trump this and Boris, Bol what is Bolchi, whatever you call him. Johnson, yeah, that one. Um, so all, all of these things are screaming negative, like the, the Australian thing, I mean, everybody's going, you know, the, the world's changing, look at this global warming and all this, and I'm going, no, no, I'm not standing for that, I'm not standing for human error in the light of heaven. The Father is right there changing things as we declare his goodness. I don't believe in global warming. I don't. Ignorant as it might be in terms of facts, I'm not going with that. I'm going, my God is good. And he can change the planet however he chooses. And it's not up to man. Our mistakes, he turns them around for his goodness. So they might look like a mistake. But the Father is bigger than mistakes. He has taken all of our mistakes, nailed them to the cross, and given us new life. Is he not big enough to change our whole planet and restore things? I, I don't like the destruction. I hate the negligence of man, throwing papers out the window, dirtying our beaches, doing whatever, poisoning our, our vegetables. But you know what? God's bigger than that. Pray over your food. Pray over the livestock. Pray over our grounds like I'm um, um, going to just share just now with the farmers. Pray over these areas. Look at Australia. It started raining. It's raining. 30% of where the bushes um, and the, the vegetation died or burnt down, there's rain. It's been, it stopped. There's power in prayer. We, we so, um, it's so easy for us to ask somebody else to do it. Oh, will you pray? I'll get that group to pray. 
why don't you pray? Have you got a voice, actually? Your voice is louder than you actually think it is. Your thoughts are a prayer. Your leaning and your compassion are prayers before the Father. He hears all of them. We think we've got to get down on our knees, and I'm not knocking that. You can do that if you like. My knees just get sore. Get down on your knees, and you can call out to God if that's your preference to praying. But you know, every single thing in your heart, he hears. Um, uh, Mish and I were talking the other night, and I was just, I don't, I don't get time for hours of quiet time. I just, I just don't. So my quiet time's all day. All day, I wake up in the night, I'm chatting to him, asking him what he's saying, um, and often he's not saying anything. I'm happy with that. If he's not saying anything, I'm, I'm so good with that. You know, I'm often praying for my kids, you guys, at different people at different times, people around the world that we know. Pop into my people I don't know, I pray for. Never, I've never met them. I just see them in a vision. And, you know, there are people around the world praying for each one of you. You know that? Because the Father in Christ is one. We are all one. You can't exclude one part of the body, even if you don't like them. It's okay. He's got somebody else to pray for them. <laughs> He's not shy of bringing about his glory onto earth. Heaven and earth are meeting each other. We're just somewhere in between. Heaven's got a dynamic. Earth's got a dynamic. We are heaven and earth. And he's displaying his name. He's doing his goodness. And he's doing it more and more. So say some bodies don't get healed. Some do. I can't explain that. I'm not going to try. But I do know one thing. I'm never going to give up on prayer. I'm never going to give up on the fact that he is all-powerful. Why things happen the way that they do, I will know. One day when I'm out of this fleshy body, I will know. Sometimes we do know here he reveals things to us. But it's not for us to question and wag a finger at him. It's us to release, submit to him, and let him have his way. He knows better. He knows so much better. All of those situations that happens one after another in the last week. We didn't predict those things. We couldn't imagine in them happening, but he placed us strategically in situations where he actually displayed himself. And I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful for his goodness. So where you go in your workplace, just know you're carrying that authority. You, you might even bump into people that you might need to speak something to. A word to you. So, and, and not always your words are important. Sometimes just your presence is. Just loving people, just caring about them will just change something maybe in their lives that will just bring about an openness in their hearts so that they can see the Father. Okay, I did write some other things here, but I won't go into them. Um, just let me check to see if there's anything really significant to share. Yeah, no. So I just believe the Father wants to recalibrate our thinking this morning and 
Help us to understand who we are, the all-powerful God that he is. Could we just stand so we could just surrender all of our thinking, all of his purposes and plans for us. You're so good. You're such a good God. You're such a good God. Wow. (laughs) You are such a good God. We just hand over our hearts to you. As we sang that song this morning, we surrender to you, Jesus. We surrender to you, Jesus. All things that we've been maybe holding tight to and not understanding the authority that we have in you, we just let go of. We place everything in you, Jesus, where it already is where you have done it all. I just thank you for your presence that every one of us carry. Thank you for the power of your presence that we each carry. Thank you for your fragrance that we just radiate, we permeate throughout the earth wherever we go. That every step we take, we are walking heaven on earth. Every step we take, we're bringing about change. Where the ground was barren, where we stand, new vegetation begins to grow. Where forests are burnt down, new shoots and new seeds, maybe vegetation that's never been there before, start to grow. With relationships that we maybe have held on to and held dear to and have we felt disappointed and hurt and bruised. We just hold that up to you, Father. Your love and your power supersedes our preferences, our insecurities, our likes and our dislikes. Our humanity is fully wrapped up in you, Jesus. Our humanity is complete in you, Jesus. Your kindness your fragrance goes before us and behind us, altering and changing everything, changing our planet, changing the way that we see things, letting go of the old things and taking on what is new. We give you all the glory today. And I know that every person has a story here, Jesus. Every person has a testimony of things that you've done, the way that you've rescued them, the way that you've opened the door and placed us strategically in positions and places where you have just shown your goodness. Would you continue? I just, I just declare the amen and the more, more open doors, more open doors, more opportunities. Place us where you want our feet to be. Put us on the paths that you have already ordained for us. Help us to flow with your kindness, with your love and your forgiveness and your wholeness wherever we go. We just thank you. Thank you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We just want to honor the hosts of angels that surround us, that go with us into our workplaces, surround us on the roads, um, be with us in wherever we are, public places in schools or, or government Wherever that is, we know that you have released 
angels that assist us in bringing about the goodness of heaven onto earth. So we thank you, Father. Bless you. We just declare blessing on every single one of you, every single person. Just declare your blessings right now, Father. The power, the power of the cross. Amen. Thanks, love. Wasn't that a wonderful uh, just wash? <laughs> um, sure. <laughs> when you were saying, you know, when things just don't go the way you want them to go, but you're just like, that's okay, God's in control and everything. And it's just like, if you ask me walking down the street, you see me anywhere, I'm, oh, I'm happy, everything's fine, I'm blessed, oh, you know, and I just say all the right things, but, but it's not always right. And when you said it's not always right and it doesn't always happen, you're just going to praise the Lord anyway and glorify Him anyway. And it's just like, I just thought so many times we're too afraid to say that it's not all right. Uh, I mean, if you look at what's happening, it's not right. But God, with God, it is right. And when you said that a song just came to, it's a childhood song, <laughs> actually, and I'm going to sing it, and if you walk home singing it, that's cool. But, it's, but it just came to heart when you did that, and it's just like God is so real in the midst of everything. And this little song is, Hallelujah, anyhow, I'll never let my troubles get me down. Whatever problems life may bring, I'll hold my head up high and sing, hallelujah, anyhow. And it's like, hallelujah, anyhow. Doesn't matter. And it's like when you feel down, when you see other people that are down, just, just take that, God, you're in control, hallelujah, anyhow. And it's just, I don't know, it's, it's so simple because I work simply. But, but, you know, so, but thank you for your message today. Okay. We're going to uh, break bread, but um, I just wanted to, I, it's in line with Liz, we, we don't exchange um, notes, I don't even know what she's preaching about, she doesn't know what I'm preaching about, um, but this week I just heard this um, um, encounter someone had with, uh, with Thomas Merton, and Thomas Merton suffered from insomnia, and he couldn't sleep, so, and he said he was lying in his bed one night, and suddenly his whole bed got transformed into an altar, and he started to pray for people he, he didn't know, and he most probably would never know. And he said, some of our most effective prayers, we're only going to see revealed when we get to glory. And it's just such, a, such an understanding, like it's, we're not rooted and ground. We, we're just so much bigger. And that's what Les is saying. We're so much bigger. You know, we just, this, as um, um, the spies came back and said, you know, we seemed like um, locusts in their eyes and in ours. No, we're not. We're giants. So I want to bless you. Feast on the finished work. Thanks for being, coming to worship. I've received just because you were here. Bless you. Love you.